Again, welcome. It's nice to be with you here this morning. And we just heard that very, gospel, that very brief gospel reading. And we remember that over the last uh, three, four weeks, uh, the gospel reading each Sunday has been a short passage uh, from the final discourse of Jesus at the Last Supper, where he talked about he was going, he talked about his relationship to the Father, he talked about his relationship to the people, and so on. Well, the day has finally arrived. That is Ascension Thursday. It's all about the return of Jesus to his Father. He has completed his mission. He has preached his word. And above and beyond all else, uh, he has overcome death. Through his death and his resurrection, he offers us the possibility of eternal life. And consequently, today, today uh, he says that uh, if I do not go, the advocate won't come. In fact, he says it's better that I go so that he comes among you. But today, uh, really, uh, Jesus is leaving us, but he has a final message for his disciples. And that really is what today's gospel is all about. Uh, it's all about, uh, it's often referred to as the Great Commission. The commissioning of the, of the disciples, the commissioning of the church. He says, all power has been given to me both in heaven and on earth. That of course is the spiritual power because of the fact that he has overcome death. And then he makes that uh, very searing statement, which is as relevant today as it was 2000 years ago. He says, go, he says, and make disciples of all nations. You know, when I was uh, in the seminary, which is a few years back, um, I recall very well that uh, over the front door of the, the main building in the seminary, uh, the, the phrase carved right into the wall uh, was the phrase, Eontes docete omnes gentes. Translated into English, uh, that means go make disciples of all nations. I can recall over my six years in the seminary, looking at that statement uh, again and again and, and saying to myself on occasion, you know, am I really ready for this? Uh, should I do this? and I'm going to the United States, so what kind of people are they anyhow, and how am I going to be received? At the time, there were good questions. Uh, I can honestly say that after 50 plus years here in the States that I have been very well received. But as I said that, I think of the people at the time of Jesus, I think of the disciples being sent out into a hostile world, a challenging world, in order to preach the message of Jesus Christ. Or recently I read a book about, about uh, John Moore, who was the second bishop of Florida uh, from, from about 1870 onwards, when he became bishop of Florida, um, and it was a bishop almost of the whole state, all the way from, from uh, Jacksonville down to, to Key West, uh, without the western part of the state, but otherwise he had the whole state, he had 10 parishes, he had 10 parishes in the whole of Florida, and he had 11 priests. He had no money, 
Uh, it was long before uh, trains or anything like that, so all you had was a horse on occasion. Just imagine how, how challenging and how, how difficult that was. So you'd have to admire over the years uh, those who were sent, those who heard that commission. And it's, the church really, by definition, is missionary. It's all, about, it's all about being sent. But just think about those people who went to distant lands, who, who, who struggled uh, in order to even survive, and not alone to preach the gospel. And yet not alone did the church survive, but the church flourished. And at the end of the day, I think it's important for us to keep in mind always that the church flourished because of those who dedicated themselves completely to the task. But without the last sentence of today's gospel reading, uh, I think not much would have happened. That is where Jesus promised that in sending out, in sending out his disciples, he says, know that I will be with you always until the end of time. In other words, Jesus would be present to his people. He'd be present to his church uh, under the appearance of the Holy Spirit. And it was in, the Holy Spirit down through the years was sort of like the silent, the silent player, the one behind the scenes, that without this Holy Spirit, not much would have been accomplished. So as we think of the growth and the success of the church over the years, think about yourself as I think about myself. That is, each one of us have been gifted with the Holy Spirit. He has been given to us not just for ourselves, he's been given to us for the common good, to make a difference in the world in which we live, to proclaim Christ. So think about that today and think about during these challenging days, uh, to what extent, to what extent, first of all, are you aware of the fact that you are gifted by the Spirit? And number two, to what extent you are reaching beyond yourself in order to, in a sense, reveal the presence and the mercy and the compassion of Jesus Christ to those around you. Amen.